0: Thank you. Welcome to the Daily Grime. My name is Kelly Johnson, your fun and friendly host. We are on season two, episode 30. Uh, Best one yet. And here's your fast fact of the day. For all you cookers, bakers, average Joes like myself in the kitchen, the drawer under your oven is intended to keep finished food warm, not to store your extra pans. There's your fast fact of the day. I would like to keep the introduction short. We have a special guest on today, Jenny Lyon. She is the owner and founder of Jenny Lyon Digital Marketing and Virtual Assistant Services, which is a full-service digital marketing and virtual assistant agency and is your go-to partner for all your business needs. They specialize in helping busy entrepreneurs organize, promote, and scale their brand through their online marketing efforts. She lives and works in South Florida. So welcome to the show, Jenny. Woo!
1: Hey, thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to have you on the show, Jenny. Uh, Our listeners are beyond excited to learn more about your story. So I guess first and foremost, right away, can you tell us, uh, if they haven't come across you already, who you are, where you're from, and what you do?
1: Sure, absolutely. So like you said, I'm Jenny Lyon. I'm the owner and founder of Jenny Lyon Digital Marketing and Virtual Assistant Services, and we are a full-service digital marketing and virtual assistant agency. We handle all kinds of different business needs, everything from digital marketing strategy to copywriting, website design, social media marketing, and advertising, funnels, graphic design, product launches, webinars, online courses. The list goes on and on. Podcasts too. Mm -hmm. And I do. I live in sunny Florida with my husband, um, my 19-year-old son, and a French bulldog and a pug.
0: Wow, you got quite the grind going (laughs) on. I love it. Hopefully you can bring that warm weather up to us in the Midwest. We're based out of Chicago, so uh, yeah, we're we're jealous right now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'll send some your way. (laughs) You need it right now.
0: That's great. Yeah, I just feel warm already talking to you on on the pod, so... (laughs) (laughs) I guess also to to get right into our interview, how did you become interested in uh, business and marketing?
1: Sure, absolutely. Well, I started working as a virtual assistant in digital marketing shortly after I got married and when my son was first born. My son's now 19, so I've been doing this almost 20 years. And um, my son has Asperger, so I realized pretty quickly that going back to a traditional career wasn't going to happen. So I really needed to find a way that I could work from home while also being available to go to doctor's appointments and therapy and, you know, meetings and all these different types of things. And it really worked out. It's kind of grown into this, you know, really great business that it is today. And, you know, my son's doing really great now. He's finishing up his bachelor's degree. And so, yeah, it's been a lot of fun.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, quite the, quite the story. Uh, yeah. We're excited to learn more, obviously, on this interview. Uh, you're one of a kind in regards to your full-service di- digital and marketing and virtual assistant agency has to offer, I think, the first one on our, our show of The Daily Grind. So we're, we're making history here uh, awesome. on this episode. So I guess, too, to, to keep on going on your journey, what further led you to become interested in digital marketing and optre- entrepreneurship essentially launching your own business.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So when I started to work from home, you know, I I needed clients, I needed work. So I started to get up really early every morning and I would spend hours scouring Craigslist. That's a blast from the past, right? And I would look for different types of jobs that I could do virtually. And I found my first digital marketing virtual assistant client on Craigslist. And They um, hired me to do customer service and email marketing, shopping cart management. And then eventually, when social media came around, I was doing their social media marketing as well. So it was a really big win and something that I'm still super thankful for to this day. And then, uh, around the same time, I started a green lifestyle blog um, called Sweet Greens. And I thought it'd be a fun way just to document eco friendly projects and recipes that we were doing at home as a family. And back then, blogging was like the hot new platform. So within a couple of months, I started to get a lot of outreach from some really large corporations requesting to partner with me on their green initiatives. And so I spent the next several years working with a lot of different green companies and attending media events and networking events, conferences. And, you know, it was a lot of fun. And I got to travel all around and went to a lot of different types of events. And I went to one event in New York City for Target as part of their green initiative and you know so much fun I got to do a photo shoot and um, Sam Spector he's from the original um, queer guy at Queer Eye. <laughs> the straight guy. I got a styling by him. It was so much fun. It was just a really great time and got to network with a lot of celebrities in the space. And I came home and I really felt energized and like, I'm ready to take my business to that next level. And I just kind of dug my heels in and started to really build the business out.
0: That's that's great to hear, Jenny. Uh, lots of keywords you mentioned already in this beginning first half of the interview in regards to just having that drive uh you yes. had that aho moment essentially you know feeling energized and got the ball rolling that's that's really cool that you had that green lifestyle blog uh sustainability is so such a big word these days and then blogging too in general has em- evolved into You know, podcasting, media, social media, like the list could go on and on where this industry has grown to and it continues to grow. uh, We see on a daily basis. So you're firsthand in this.
1: So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I came home and I really started to kind of transition. You know, not so much doing just the blogging for the Green Lifestyle blog, but really digging into my virtual assistant and digital marketing business, because I had a feeling it was going to be something much larger than it was at the time, you know, starting to see everything that was happening with social media and um, blogging and content, email marketing, and, you know, started to think, hey, I should kind of get ahead of the curve here (laughs) and Mm -hmm. see what type of services I can really offer.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. So yeah, speaking of services that you can offer, can you tell us like the latest and greatest at uh, Jenny Lyon digital marketing virtual assistant services as some of our listeners on the daily ground aren't familiar with, you know, digital marketing or virtual mm-hmm. assistant uh, services. So can you like elaborate more on, on what
1: you do? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, we've been having a lot of fun this year, working with a lot of different types of clients. Um, We do a lot of customized strategy. So we really dig into their online business and, you know, work out a, a strategy that's going to really work for them to build and promote their business. We really want to help them to attract their ideal client and help them create services that are going to sell. So we couple, you know, different things. So usually there's different types of social media marketing, email marketing, content marketing. A lot of different things are pulled in depending on where their target audience is hanging out. And then, you know, the virtual assistant services is kind of just wrapped up in that, you know, we offer everything that you could possibly need to build that online business.
0: That's great. You're basically, you know, just the toolkit for for entrepreneurs out there, uh, small businesses, you know, bigger businesses, any and every customer that is looking for these services to help, you know, propel them to meet their expectations or their targets for year end or, you know. Now we're in 2021 so lots of different directions sometimes too with our startups that we've had on on the show they've had to pivot their visits business um, plan and what their strategy is so i feel like you're you're the the piece to the puzzle for them to help grow and go on the right path and direction you know to achieving their career goals in a sense i guess also as a follow-up question since we do inter- interview a ton of those uh, guests that are business owners, as well as our daily grinders listening out there that have their own side us side hustles, can you share with us some knowledge on some of you know the FAQs essentially on what they might have? So I guess maybe we could start with like a common one, like how do you grow an email list?
1: Sure. Ooh yeah, email list building, my favorite. So that really might be one of my favorite topics ever. So. Yeah, definitely as a small business owner or entrepreneur, it really is so important to grow an email list. You know, you really need to start by defining your goals and who your audience is. You know, you want to make sure that you're creating email content that really speaks to your ICA your ideal customer avatar, and you want to create content that's, you know, exclusively for them. So you want to grab their attention and you want to pull them in, usually through something like a lead magnet, a free download, you know, a checklist, a workbook, something that's going to really get them excited and want to leave their email address and then, you know, pushes them into your funnel where those continue to get nurtured. You know, I like to nurture the heck out of those leads, offer them tons of free value and small wins, and then really nurture them to the point where they become a paying customer. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And even with the email, too, we can see it on our smartphones today or even just online presence like you sign up for a newsletter or even to download an app, essentially. So email is a really, uh, very valuable token uh, in today's industry in regards to where you can go and how you can communicate with with those customers or uh, future uh, clients down the road. Uh, that That's great. Yeah, absolutely. Mm hmm. And also, too, Jenny, what's like the best way to build that social media following then? So I know we want to grow that email list, but how do we build our social media then?
1: Sure. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, the key to social media marketing is really the engagement. So I think it's an area in social media that kind of gets forgot a lot. People create really great content and, you know, might have beautiful images. But they aren't engaging, you know, on social media. So it kind of falls flat. So I like to always think of social media kind of like a cocktail party. You know, you need to mingle, ask questions, start enjoying conversations. You want to be social. So the whole point of social media is to be social. So I think that really is the most important part is to get out there and really engage.
0: Mm-hmm. And then do you see with people that you work with, do you see uh, more gravitate? towards a specific platform on social media, like more people on Instagram or more people having success on Facebook or Twitter or even TikTok? Have you seen common trends uh, lately or? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, it definitely depends on the business for sure and where their audience is hanging out. So that's a very big part of the strategy that we do is to really dig in and see where your audience is hanging out so that we're only focusing our efforts in that area. But it's really different for every business.
0: Yeah, really well said. That, that's great to hear. It's just I think, yeah, we've had a couple people on our show that they they provide different information or are doing really well. Or even YouTube, I forgot to mention, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's a big channel uh, right. that, that people use to to help, you know, uh, communicate, you know, share their story, their brand store and, and what they do, their products and services, as well as uh, you mentioned earlier on the interview, networking can yes. also network on these platforms as well. Mm hmm.
1: Very important yeah absolutely I think that's one of the biggest pieces of social media is really that engagement part.
0: So yes, also speaking of engagement so we talked about email lists we got the social media follow- following uh, Now we're getting down to more of a nitty- gritty, more of more targeted approach uh, to your audience. I'm gonna have a couple of questions because I think this is a big question but we can break it down to smaller pieces but uh, how do we for our listeners out there how do they what's the best way to start like a webinar?
1: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So I think when it comes to a webinar, the first thing you really need to decide on is a topic. You know, I think that's very important, kind of key. And then you really need to validate that course idea. You know, is it something that your target audience is going to be interested in? And then of course, you'll want to go in and create, you know, the webinar outline and, you know, start to outline what you're going to use for your slide deck and create all of that really great, amazing and engaging content And then, of course, you've got to create your registration pages, your thank you pages, all the email sequences. But once you kind of have all that content and all that tech ready and you've tested everything, it really comes down to really marketing it. You know, market, market, market to fill that webinar and to really build up a raving audience so that you can use that webinar as a launching platform to get them over to your paid service.
0: Yeah, really well said, Jenny. And then also too, as a follow up, we hear about webinars a lot. Like, what's the difference between like a webinar and an online course? And I guess how can we start an online course?
1: Sure. Yeah. Well, the difference really is, is you know, a lot of people use webinars as more of like a a training type tool where they bring people into you know a workshop or a masterclass or you know something where they're going to learn a little bit about what it is that you offer and they will leave with a small win and really get them excited to potentially work with you in your online course. So it'll move them over to that. And then the online course is usually much more, you know, robust and depends on what type of course it is. You know, everything from, you know, a very small course all the way up to a signature type course. So it depends on the type of content that you're offering, but that's a real difference between the two.
0: Mm-hmm. that's that's great really gives us a help visualize and also define uh these key these key mediums that people use in their business or even for their personal brand as well i've seen people you know start their own webinar or master class like master class is just really taken off uh right. this year especially with covid going on just virtual experiences that people use to help build their platform uh so absolutely mm-hmm. and you probably see it firsthand
1: <laughs> i do and i build them <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's why we have you on the show <laughs> absolutely uh-huh. and then last but not least i'm firsthand at this too but uh podcasting so how do we, how do our listeners start a podcast or can you give us maybe some best practices or what you've seen working with people
1: Yeah, definitely. So that's a big thing that we've been helping a lot of clients with this year as well. A lot of people have been creating podcasts. So we do everything from, you know, helping them decide on what, you know, the topic and the name of the show is going to be, to creating an editorial calendar for it going forward, to writing content for it and creating show notes, to helping them record and do all of the editing and setup, you know, and then of course the promotion as well. So I definitely think a lot of times this is an area where it is a really good idea to bring someone in to help you with the process, because as you know, it's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. A weekly podcast, Mm -hmm. it can really bog you down.
0: Oh, definitely yes. It's definitely it's definitely a grind. That's why that's why it our is. show is called the Daily Grind. Here, uh, podcasting, like Jenny mentioned, something you come up with idea or any of these in general too. Webinar online, having an online course, building your social media, uh, just you know having that idea firsthand and then ways to to help grow it or taking those next steps. And Jenny is uh, her business is one of those ones that can help you out with that in regards to if you're unsure or need to ask questions or really get the ball rolling to help just launch it in general. I think a lot of the times too, people are just are have a lot of unknowns in this area. And right. it's good to, to, again, network or reach out to people that are, specialize or are have expertise that they can share and help, help you you know take that idea off and running in a sense so Mm -hmm.
1: most definitely yeah I think that's so important because with the podcast of course you want it to be your voice it's your podcast but there's so many other moving pieces that you could hand off to someone else and it becomes kind of automated in the background for you so you always have a podcast coming out but you're not bogged down with all of the details
0: hmm yes a lot lots of moving parts too definitely <laughs> so also also part of your your brand jenny your virtual assistant agency so how mm-hmm. do our listeners our side hustle daily grinders out there how do they work with a virtual assistant to double their income
1: sure yeah definitely so one of the first steps that i always recommend is to kind of sit down and make a list of all of those daily tasks that are taking up a ton of your time but aren't necessarily tasks that you should be spending all of your genius on. So those items could immediately go to a virtual assistant. And then it's time to kind of step back and take a look at those bigger projects and goals. You know, what projects would make the most sense to have someone else handle? You know, maybe it's a project that you don't have that expertise in or that skill and you don't feel like you can get it out the gate, you know, and you really do want to make that a huge success, then that's probably something that you want to move over to an expert, you know, and let them help you execute it. Or it could even be projects that you know need to get done, but you just don't have the bandwidth to make it happen. You know, those are always really good reasons to hire a virtual assistant.
0: And with a virtual assistant, you know, let's say, my, like myself, I'm looking to, you know, onboard that virtual assistant or mm-hmm. uh, in, in integrate that onto my platform. Is that easy, easy transition? Like, what are the steps to, you know, getting that integrated?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I think it's a very easy process, actually. I mean, when I onboard my own clients, I always start by sending them a really in-depth client intake questionnaire that really helps me see the big picture of their business and their goals and, you know, what they're really hoping to accomplish. And then I take all of that information to structure out my kickoff call with them so that we can kind of go through everything that needs to be done and, in order to make those goals happen and really create a strategy for it going forward and then a lot of times you know i'm left to execute all of it so it's really quite easy for them on their behalf you know i'm doing a lot of that that legwork for them so i have some clients that are more involved you know than others you know it depends on you how much time you have and how much you want to be involved in it you can be as involved or you can not be involved at all but yeah, I think it's a really easy transition. And then the thing I hear over and over again is, "Oh my gosh, all this stuff's getting done, and I'm not doing it." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so definitely, definitely worth it.
0: Mm-hmm. That's great to hear. Yeah, just being able to fulfill those business needs, whatever your market that you're in. Also, it speaks for itself in regards to having that virtual assistant to double your income, in a sense. So you're saving yeah. saving time, uh, working on saving time by not
1: working on these projects, right? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, you just think of all the things that you do, even on a daily and weekly basis, that need to be done, but don't necessarily need to be done by you. Once that time is really freed up and you have all that extra space, you know, it's just amazing what happens from that.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. That that's great to hear. You probably have plenty of success stories already yeah. with your current clients as well as future clients down the road being able to manage your time effectively as well as, again, uh, adhering to those business needs and reaching those target goals that you have in mind and your targeted audience and general. Right. So that that's really great to hear, Jenny. Also, I wanted to ask too, and just kind of going behind the scenes or – Maybe just in in the shoes of Jenny Lyon here, uh, can you walk us through your daily grind the day, the day in the life of Jenny? Yeah, I know every day is different for you, but do you have Mm -hmm. maybe some items that you want to highlight for us, uh, working in digital marketing and virtual assistant services?
1: Sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I my days are definitely structured, (laughs) and they usually kind of start the same for sure. I mean, that looks very similar as far as I get up at 5 a.m. and I spend that time really early in the morning before anyone's up, even the sun. (laughs) And I do my planning and you know reading and learning, and then I do my workout as well. And then I get ready, and I really spend my morning focusing on you know, that one thing that I really need to do in my business to grow my business. And of course, throughout the day, I have a lot of calls and different projects that I'm working on. So I like to batch all of my time so that I'm, you know, being super productive. And then I try to be really, really strict about wrapping up at five o'clock, because I know my husband will be in the hot tub at five (laughs) o'clock. And I want to be in the hot tub at five o'clock. So I try to stick to that schedule.
0: That's great. Yeah. Having a having a schedule, being able to, you know, visualize what you need to get done throughout the day, as well as achieve those goals, both uh long term and short term. So it looks like you're you're making you're making it happen right here uh in your own <laughs> daily grind as well as inspiring our listeners out there to, you know, find that structure, find that balance too. Don't wanna get burnt out during especially right. during this time of year, uh, as well as, you know, just on a daily, if not weekly basis. So that's that's really great.
1: Absolutely. Yep. Got to have that balance.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes. So I guess speaking of balance and also too, we've mentioned, obviously, it's in the news and it's all over the place and it does affect our business in terms of the the COVID pandemic. But how has COVID affected how you work with your clients?
1: Uh, Mm -hmm. Like I said, I've been working virtually for almost 20 years. So my work wasn't drastically affected like a lot of other people's, you know, but I did have The pleasure of helping a lot of my clients and new clients, you know, really pivot to more of an online plan. I mean, I had, you know, clients that ran just brick and mortar, and I would help them with different parts of it. And it was really exciting to see them pivot, you know, and start to offer more online services. So I had a lot of clients that really embraced the circumstances. And it was really fun to jump in and help them create that online component within their business. And Another side effect of COVID that I have really enjoyed is that everyone is now on Zoom. So for years and years, I would try to get people to meet me on Zoom. Nobody wanted to get on Zoom. Now everyone's on Zoom and I love it. I love that face-to-face connection that I get with people.
0: Mm-hmm. That's, that's great. And also too, especially during this time, it's better to you know make that phone call or even video call. Uh, Zoom is a really great platform. A lot of other uh, video call platforms out there, so make the most of it especially during this time. And it's great too. Do you think also during this time with you mentioning, you know, more people getting on Zoom, do you think it's really transformed the way people communicate or sped up the digital realm in a sense of communication?
1: I do. Yeah, I absolutely do. I've noticed for myself that, you know, having that that visual component of the meetings again, it just, I don't know, it, it really enforces that connection with my clients where before a lot of my meetings were held just through like a conference line and we would just be talking and I wouldn't really get to see them. It just, it feels different. And it feels like, it even feels like we're getting more stuff done in a faster time than before. And it might just be because we're meeting on a more regular basis now. I don't know, but I definitely do.
0: Yeah, I can agree. Likewise, I I feel like businesses have to transform ones that are more brick and mortar didn't have that online presence before now they're looking ways to you know mm-hmm. uh transform to you know stay up to date uh in the market and stay competitive in their own industry so that's really great to hear your insights on there as well as i have another question too in regards to again your first firsthand in this do you foresee like trends happening in digital marketing and how are daily grinders out there with those side hustles or are entrepreneurs you know prepare for those changes
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I think consumer behavior will permanently change post pandemic. I do. I think that brands really need to spend this time now really focusing in on their messaging. So, buyers want personalization. You know, that's a huge thing. You see that now in remarketing campaigns, they're becoming like bigger and bigger. And I think that's going to be even more important in the future. So, you know, I've still seen some. Some businesses that are kind of frozen and waiting to see what happens with the pandemic before, you know, getting back to business or deciding which way to take their business. So my big recommendation is if you haven't pivoted a large portion of your business online, then now's really the time to think about that and make it happen. Because I think the digital businesses that pivot are going to become even more and more permanent.
0: Yeah, really well said, Jenny. I think things also happen for a reason too, in a sense. So it just kind of uh, puts stuff on the radar that you haven't thought of before. Uh, I think sometimes businesses out there in niche markets are really narrow focused and Mm -hmm. are not aware of their surroundings as much as they should be in a sense. So
1: (laughs) I agree. yeah, Yeah,
0: especially too in digital marketing where you're at, like on a daily basis things change and software evolves uh consumer behavior we can see firsthand i I can't test myself uh, on how i purchase uh you know my essential needs or just from the holidays as well how did i shop
1: (laughs) so yeah
0: so we can definitely see looking in the shoes of a business owner as well as just a consumer on brands that you follow uh, and see what's happening from you know looking back at 2020 or prior years where people are going to to shop where people are Mm -hmm. going to to live where people are pursuing different jobs or careers out there I think digital marketing plays a a big role obviously in how people promote their bl- brand or even grow their brand. So
1: absolutely. Yeah, I think it's definitely you're just going to see more and more of it in the future.
0: Mhm. Yeah. <laughs> We're ready for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Jenny we, we talked about your daily schedule you wake up super early and get a lot of a lot of things done marked off the list and very productive very time efficient so tell us what's on your your daily grind I know we're in 2020 2021 now can you tell us what's on your radar uh, later this year what you're working on.
1: Yeah, definitely. So um, in 2020, my big focus was, you know, podcasting and YouTube channel. So this year, I'm really focusing more on live components of to my business. So you're going to see a lot more of me showing up live on social media.
0: Wonderful. That's exciting.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty exciting.
0: Yeah, that, that um, sounds very interesting. It sounds you will be busy. Obviously, you're definitely a true daily grinder on the show as we mentioned in each and every episode, keep up the grind. So Jenny, do you have a word of the day to motivate our listeners out there or even um, inspirational quote or saying?
1: Oh goodness. I think my my word of the year before the pandemic was consistency because I'm a huge believer in you know, consistency is really the key to success. So that's really been my word of the year. And I have put together a little word of the year card for your audience. So they can grab that over on my website. But I think it's a really great way to sit down and really focus in on that word that you want, you know, what you really want to focus on in the new year and, you know, put it somewhere prominent where you see it every day. So it's a constant reminder of what you're trying to achieve.
0: That's, that's a great idea, Jenny. That's that's perfect for today's episode. I think it fits really well with what you've talked about on your story, as well as, you know, inspiring listeners out there to look at that word consistency. That's amazing. Last but not least, Jenny, if our listeners have questions, comments, want to get in touch with you, you, want to find your website, how can they do so after the podcast?
1: Sure. Absolutely. So of course you can find me on my website at JennyLyon.com. You can also grab that word of the year card at JennyLyon.com forward slash daily grind. And of course, I'm on all social media. You can find me at Jenny Lion Marketing and you can listen to my podcast at Digital Marketing Made Simple.
0: Wonderful. How exciting. We will put all of Jenny's contact info in today's show notes as always. A big thank you for Jenny for being on the podcast today. It's coffee time all the time. Head over to our Instagram on Sundays where we have our new feature, Sippin' Sundays. Each week, we'll be featuring a new coffee brand and review that flavor based on our Daily Grind podcast scorecard. So head over to Instagram, check out our reviews, and recommend one of your faves. Let's give a quick shout out to our Daily Grinders listening to us on the pod or have been grinding with us since season one. Feel free to check out our journey so far and share your feedback with us. Give us a rating and quick review on Apple. Virtual high five to you in advance. Thanks for listening to The Daily Grind this week. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to follow us on Twitter, or Instagram, we are at DailyGrindPod. Pod. Please also remember to visit our website, www.kjfwi.org and comp our merch. Until next time, my name is Kelly Johnson. Have a great day. This episode was produced by the Kelly Johnson Foundation with music composed by Connor Christian. Thanks also to our intern Aiden Donaldson.